Big Dog, welcoming you to this edition of the show, and uh, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Wow, what a week, huh? What a week. I mean, just the insanity continues, you know? Um, not that I, I thought at any point in time it was going to stop. You know, uh, there's there's so much that we could cover, you know, politically, as I said you know, in the last edition that I asked how you folks were feeling, you know, a day out, um, you know, after the inauguration and it just continues, you know, the, the, the things that are happening. uh, I I don't know. I don't, I really don't know where to go with it or what to say. Cause again, I never want to get so involved with that, that we bring, you know, we bring you guys down because I want you to come over to the show and, you know, maybe have some things to talk about voice opinion, uh, you know, send me some comments, but man, man, just the, just the, the straight insanity. I mean, you know, uh, 17 things, not just seven, not six, not five, at least up to 17, if not more executive orders, just flying out the window, just, you know, just sign this, sign this, sign this, just, you know, I, I think obviously my thought is the hate continues. And I'm just going to cancel out everything that, you know, the prior president did. Just out of spite, whether it hurts people or not, obviously by the pipeline decision. And that's become a huge debate. And, uh, you know, not only are you uh, putting, you know, thousands, literally thousands of Americans out of work, it's now sparked an issue, uh, you know, with uh, Texas and a couple other states fighting back. And, you know, they're going to they're, they're gonna fight back hard. And they have a right to. You know, if they've got a gas and oil industry, uh, which really is at the heart of their, you know, some of their income and their jobs, and it's a thing that, you know, is really entwined uh, in them as a state, let alone, let's talk about the implications just for a second. I'm just going to mention this stuff. We're not going to hang on it. You know, the implications of, you know, not having our own drilling and our own supply coming in and then going right back to relying on people in the Middle East and, and God forbid, China. And we already know which direction that's going, right? Sorry to start off like this on the Big Dog Show. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the insanity. Just look at it all. Look at it. And, and and there's more. There's more. You know, Cortez out there swearing that, you know, uh, Ted Cruz was trying to murder her. What in the hell? Right? What in the hell? <laughs> I, I you, you know, at one point you could think, I don't know. You can't really, you can't really describe levels of of ignorance or stupidity, I, you know, with this person. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to be kind. I am really trying to be kind here, but wow, what a dumbass. Um, you know, there's other things that have been going on. We lost some some people, uh, you know, this week. Uh, Cloris Leachman, who I had watched a lot as a as a kid growing up, you know, on Phyllis, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, she had done some Disney films. She had done other movies and, you know, just funny, funny lady, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Cicely Tyson, uh, of course, you know, a lot of people out there, uh, you know, her doing all the great things that she did within acting and overcoming, you know, things of, of her time and her, her day. Um, you know, and then I heard today, I haven't confirmed it. I guess I could look it up real quick. Um, Somebody was telling me that uh, Screech from uh, that guy that played Screech, uh, you know, um, from Saving, was it? No, what was it? Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Dustin Diamond? Is that his name? Dustin Diamond? Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, I confirmed it right here. Now Dustin Diamond, Saved by the Bell star, dead at 44. And, you know, the guy was an ass. Let's just be honest. I don't know if he had, if he had brought himself around. Um, he was diagnosed with cancer and it's sad, you know, I mean, anybody dying from cancer, it's sad, but you know, this, this dude took a left turn and, 
You know, I mean, he was nasty. I'd seen him on reality shows. He was just an ass. He'd been in trouble with the police. Then he was doing porn. I mean, you know, I think a lot of his co-stars didn't want anything to do with him. I know there had been reunions, and he wasn't invited to them. And But, uh, you know, there's three. They go in threes. Crazy. Um, saw an article, too. Uh, I know we've jumped around off things. Uh, ben Shapiro, uh, I look at some of his stuff on Facebook on occasion and watch his show on YouTube on, on occasion as well. Um, I guess this, uh, uh, chaplain has now created a controversy and I wanted to, to talk about that. Maybe we can kind of segue that into a little bit of the first part of the show. You know, um, this chaplain has stated that, um, uh, you know, he feels that anybody who's transgender is me- mentally unfit to serve in the armed forces. And, you know, uh, there's there's a discussion because, you know, they they do want people to be of mind, obviously, before you go in. And they are pickier now with even small medical things. Uh, they're pickier now than they were at the time that I looked at going in, you know, in 1981, when I went to um, sign up for the Navy. Uh, at the Howard Johnson's, you know, we went down for our physical in Detroit, Michigan, and I went with two buddies. We went in on the buddy system, and, you know, that was a laugh. But, you know, um, one of our buddies, you know, didn't show up. We were in the cafeteria eating after we went through all these physicals and all this stuff and, you know, getting ready to have our meal and then spend the night and then be taken home the next day um, after we took our oath and whatnot. And he, we, we couldn't find him and uh, come to find out that they had, it caught him, you know, pretty much lying about his asthma. And he, he was devastated. You know, that took a while for him to get over that. And he was told he could, couldn't join. And, uh, you know, in retrospect to now uh, talking about what I just, you know, this article that I just brought up, um, is, is he so wrong for saying that? You know, I mean, I accept everybody for who they are, you know, what they want to be. Uh, honestly, I've said that uh, you are all welcome here to the show. Uh, you may not like my politics. You may not even like what the show stands for. Maybe you're here uh, because you find me funny sometimes, or I don't know. I don't know. But uh, as I said, I'm cool with everybody, you know, doing what they want to do, being what they want to be, as long as you're not hurting animals or children. Okay. You, you know, uh, you do, you do you, you go do your thing. And, um, I have said in the past, and I'm going to say it here, so I hopefully I don't get hate mail, uh, you know, that I think that a lot of people who gravitate to different sexual lifestyles have had some, some things happen to them. Now, that doesn't mean every single person, okay? I'm not generalizing before, before I get hate mail on this. Just hear me out for a second. So all of us have probably had something happen you know, uh, one time in our life or another, and many of us haven't, you know. Uh, But I I would have to say when it comes to some of the folks I've met, some, okay, I'm going to say it again, some, not all. There are many that I have met in that community, both gay, lesbian, transgender. I do. I know them all. Uh, You know, whether it be through my my years in Sing Out Kalamazoo doing theater and music, just even working and, and traveling, uh, or it'd be, you know, obviously being into the Comic-Con thing and cosplay, uh, circles. I've met a lot of people who are transgender and, and gay, lesbian, whatever, whatever they want to be, you know, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But I've often wondered, it's like, what type of thing has happened that has set them in that direction? Um, you know, there's always, I believe there's something, uh, I mean, we could get into a whole show about that and I'm not, I'm not dissing anybody guys. Okay. Please hear me out here. I'm not dissing anybody, but some of the folks I've met, um, man, deep, deep, deep mental problems. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a friend to a couple of them and they just, it's just the life is a wreck. Um, I would never want them to have a gun or to try to be in the military. Uh, or a police officer, uh, let alone sometimes I worry about them just living their lives out here in the everyday world. Uh, they're very unstable. And that doesn't mean just because they're transgender, okay? doesn't mean just because they're le- gay or lesbian um, or straight, because there are a lot of fucking nutty straight people too. You know, people in general. I guess what we should say is people in general. 
But I don't know. I don't know. He uh, in that article, this chaplain had had made a statement that, you know, um, he felt that people who who describe themselves as that or uh, turn into that or whatever it may be are somewhat mentally unstable to begin with in, in order to go that direction. Now, you know, I don't know that that makes it him right or wrong, uh, but I think he's he's making somewhat of a valid point. I really do. And uh, I don't know. You know, I would say, well, you know, I, I wouldn't go on that basis. Here's where I stand on it. I know you're probably all thinking that I'm, I'm agreeing with him and, and I want to tell you right now, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm just trying to see light in some of the points that he made. And I think there's legitimate points to be made there. My thing is, is you have to take a psych evaluation anyway. It's not much of one. I can tell you that because look how many people go, you know, they're shitheads when they enter and they get worse when they're in. And then they're real assholes when they come out. And I respect veterans, but I don't respect every one of them individually. I don't, because there are some real assholes who have come out of the service. And they vicariously live their whole life uh, based on their, their, their short time or their time of them having served. And some of those people are real dickheads and shitheads, okay? Just, just straight up. Just straight up. We have them in every walk of life, okay? But, you know, um, I, I think... Here on in, really, there's just like with police officers now, um, and and not every okay, not every constabulary okay. Um, I know here in Kalamazoo, you have to go through a couple of psych evaluations, and if you obviously are not meeting the spec and they suspect something, you're not going to be wearing a gun running the streets with a badge okay. And I think the same should be said for military. I really believe, just outside of that, that there should be a mental assessment. Regardless of a person's sexuality, it could give a shit less. You know, I, I'm that way. I could care less. Um, you know, if you can do the job and you can you can be mentally stable enough to do what it is that's required of you to serve your country or to serve as a policeman, a fireman, and I don't care, whatever, a cook at Bob Evans. I don't know, whatever it may be, okay? If you are mentally stable enough and it can be proven that you are in that regard, um, then go for it. You know, I, I understand the worry there. I really do. Um, you know, uh, you would you would have to ask yourself, again, I'm not trying to agree with him on you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm against people doing what they want to do. I've made that very clear. It's just really hard place. It's really a hard thing to put it in a place so that maybe you guys understand where I'm at with it, where, you know, I would have to question that. I'm like, oh, you're transgender. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to tell you that I want you to go through a couple psych evaluations because, you know, I think that, that sometimes there's trauma and things that happen with a person, um, that, that turned them in a direction. Um, to become what they become. And that is not a negative thing. It's, it's just a reality. And, you know, if you find that obviously this person has some things that is going to make them unfit, you know, to be in combat, you know, combat's no joke. Uh, I can't say, you know, I've, I've been there myself, but I have friends who have, I've got a couple friends uh, very close to who have, who have been in combat and they will tell you, and even they have a little issue even after that happening. Uh, so, you know, you, you have to be in a place. I, am I wrong for saying that? I, I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't think that that should be the thing you pick out. Is like, well, transgender people shouldn't be allowed in. I have a problem with that. I don't agree with that, okay? Please, please don't get me wrong. I don't agree with that stance. I think you can be whatever you want to be. You know, again, as long as you're mentally stable enough to carry on with your training and do the job. But that goes for everybody, okay? I guess that's where I'm at. But I still saw a little light there as to what what he was saying. And there are people, uh, you know, uh, powers that be and, and many people out there that feel that because you you take on that that part of your life that you, you know, um, you change your your sexuality, your sex, or whatever, whatever you, however, wherever you want to classify this, they feel that you know you you have a mental problem to begin with, 
And again, I don't think that that's, that's the right way to handle this or look at it, but you know, there's still certain conditions that you have to do and pass in order to be in the military. And I think a psych evaluation is, is warranted. And I think in that situation as well, you know, when I went in, they used to ask you if you were gay or lesbian. Any, any vets out there listening to the show? Uh, my date and myself, you know, 81, they asked, you know, the movie stripes, they asked. And of course they made a, they made a joke, you know, You're like, no, but we're willing to learn. And do you send us someplace special for that? I find that funny. Um, there are a lot of people who were in the military for years and years and years who were gay and lesbian. Who cares? You know, who cares? Um, different time, different days, different age. But I think being progressive where we are right now, it really shouldn't matter. You know, it really shouldn't matter. I think that there are uh, regulations and things that should be, be held staunch to the line. And I think that if there's a transgender person and you're carrying a penis, um, I, I hate to say this, but you need to be housed with the men. You got the equipment. That's where you need to be. Okay. This is kind of like a thing for this. I, I mean, I'm kind of breaking this down, um, at least that way. But, you know, I, I feel the same way about, you know, the sports thing that's happening, guys. What's your opinion on that now that we're, we're in this area? What's your opinion on that? You got all these guys, you know, again. Uh, changing their changing their gender and going over uh, whether they got equipment or not and competing in women's sports and then just blowing it out of the water. I mean, come on. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. And I would be, I would be a guy, I'd be like, you know, a person. I don't care. I'm not politically correct. I'd be the dude to be like, yeah, we're, no, no. You go compete with the men. You're not going to be competing in women's sports. When you're still physically, obviously a man, whether you've got fake boobs or whatever it is you've done, not happening. It's not happening. Um, you know, I, I, I think, again, there has to be a line with some things uh, being progressive that we want to be. And as woke as some of you think you are and as woke as you, this nation thinks it wants to be and these people uh, in this country and all over the world think they want to be, uh, there's cer certain things still that I just think, I don't know, man, it's just, it just seems wrong. And, uh, if you want to be transgender and serve your country, go for it. I support you all the way. You want to, you know, you want to be transgender and be a friend of mine. I know I have a couple of friends who are, you know, and I could care less, live their life, be happy. Um, and you want to go serve your country, but I, I still think that, you know, certain rules and regulations still need to apply. Um, you know, it's just like the whole restroom thing. I mean, good God, what a stupid fight and debate that is, right? You know, just change all the bathrooms to unisex. You know, I've been to gas stations. I've seen them. It's for men and women. It's whoever's in there at the time you use the bathroom, you fucking leave. Do your business and you leave, right? Right? I mean, we don't even have to have separated bathrooms anymore, honestly. Seriously, that would solve the whole goddamn argument, right? Sorry about the language, <laughs> but it would. It would. I, know, I got too deep at the beginning of the show here, didn't I? All right, we're going to take, take a quick break. We're going to uh, have some music, and we'll be back for more uh, with me, the big dog, right here on the big dog.
Dang, Cracker Jack Prize and Slap My Ass. We're back. We are back right here on the one and only Big Dog Show. Hope you enjoyed the music, and uh, thanks for joining me. I I apologize. I didn't want to get too deep at the beginning, the beginning of the show. And, and again, uh, I'm going to state my position, and we're going to move on to some other fun things. Uh, you know, I, I am not against anybody's sexuality. Trust me, I am. I'm an open book when it comes to mine. You know, we in the past, I've shared things. We're going to do some shows here pretty soon where we talk about, you know, our fetishes and, um, you know, uh, things that we like about sex. And I'm going to throw some questions out there to you, you sexy bitches. You know, all of you, men and women alike, transgender, gay, lesbian, whoever's listening to the show. And uh, I'd love feedback. And we'll talk about that stuff because, again, you know, uh, it, it's a good thing. Uh, it's It's a beautiful thing. It feels good. Do your thing. Again, as long as you're not hurting animals or children, you do you and I'll do me, right? Or you can do me and I'll, I'll do you. Whatever. What? I just, okay, whatever. It was a joke. All right. Um, I got a fun segment of the show we're going to include from here on in, and it's going to be from a, a, this great book that we acquired years ago. It's called Uncle John's Endlessly Engrossing Bathroom Reader. Have you guys heard of this book? It's by the Bathroom Readers Institute. I kid you not. And this thing is, just, it's its fun. You know, I don't spend that much time in the restroom. I do my business and get out. Uh, otherwise, if I'm in there a long time, I'm shaving and, and washing. And, you know, a guy my size, there's a lot to shave. I'm just, what? Oh, okay, we'll move on. Um, so it's got a lot of fun things in here. It's got stories and jokes and things that you just can hardly believe. And I found this segment. Uh, this morning called warning labels and i wanted i wanted to share this with you um so without further ado here we go warning labels all right i picked that music out just for you guys warning labels all right some things in life go without saying but there's always the occasional genius who has to be told not to hold the moving end of a chainsaw right we may even have family members. Am I right, folks? I, I know I've got a few fam. I'm just, and if my family's listening, sorry, you know who you are. Okay. I'm sure you have them too. All right. On Cadbury whole nut milk chocolate bars, it says contains nuts and milk. So those of you who are allergic, obviously, pay attention to the labels. Okay. On a massager, it says do not use while unconscious. What? How? I can't even wrap my head around that. How would you pass out from your orgasm or something and it just keeps going? What what kind of damage is that going to do? You can wake up and your little cuckoo's just numb? I, I'm, I'm curious. Okay, we'll read that one again. On a massager, do not use while you're unconscious. All right, ladies? Men too, whatever, whatever you're doing with that. I don't want to know. Just, just saying. On shin guards, cannot protect any part of the body they do not cover. You heard it right. On a fireplace lighter, <laughs> do not use near flame or sparks. But it, it is flame and sparks. I. Uh, on a hot beverage cup. All right. All you McDonald's lawsuit people waiting to happen. Okay, I've done this myself like a nitwit, but I would not sue the place that sold me the coffee. Okay, it was my stupidity that did this. Okay, caution, hot beverages are hot. I'm going to say that one again for you people. Hot beverages are hot. Pay attention. Real quick, how many of you have done that? You get that cup of coffee and it's got that little last sip hole. Is did the did the Marquis de Sade invent that? Is it just me? Who's who's the pain master that invented that little sippy slot on your styrofoam coffee cup? Who was that? You burn the shit out of my mouth and my tongue every time. Just saying. On a frisbee may contain small parts. Okay, I I have frisbees out in the backyard for the dogs. I have not seen one. Now, if you're biting the crap out of it and eating it, yes. But, you know, may contain small parts. Just just a warning. On electrical cattle prod. Oh, Lord. 
for use on animals only. All right, so all you masochists out there, and I've seen you on the videos, take it easy, all right? Just slow, slow the roll. On a cordless phone, do not put lit candles on phone. <laughs> I'm not making this up, okay? On cat litter, safe for use around pets. Well, I would hope so. On an iPad shuffle, do not eat iPad shuffle. I, I don't even want to know why that warning is on there, honestly. On a lottery ticket, do not iron. Okay, if you got lottery tickets, don't iron them. Too much starch, you know, hurts your chances of winning. Just, just saying. On a jet ski, never use a lit match or open flame to check the fuel level. <laughs> okay, and you geniuses out there, don't do it with your motorcycle, your chainsaw, your car, your van. Do not check your fuel level on your gas tank with a match, okay? Any open flame. Just don't do it. If you're in Poland, you do what you're going to do. On sunglasses, not suitable for driving under conditions of poor light. Well, no freaking duh. On a bottle of mineral water, suitable for vegetarians. Uh, uh, uh. On PMS relief medicines, do not use if you have prostate problems. Huh. Would that be considered male PMS? I, I don't know. On a bottle of champagne, remove label before placing in microwave. Listen, I don't know why you'd be putting your champagne bottle in a microwave uh, you don't i don't drink champagne warm what who knows again these are on there for a reason because there's some dumb here comes the left turn in language some dumb fuck has done this shit somewhere okay and again it may be one of our family members we you know on slush puppies ice may be cold mm-hmm I've had brain freeze. I don't pay attention to that label. Just saying. If it's blueberry slushy, oh my God. One of my faves. On chainsaw, do not hold the wrong end of chainsaw. You're going to have a whole new term of, I found myself a little shorthanded in the woods. Anybody? Crickets? Okay. On a toilet plunger, do not use near power lines. What? I'm going to read that one again. On a toilet plunger, do not use near power lines? I I am really confused. I, But somebody did something. It's there. On baby lotion, keep away from children. Well, you put it on them. So, they, I, again, I am assuming some kids have gotten into this stuff and eaten it. You know, babies do that. Toddlers do things. They put things in their mouth. On a 500-piece puzzle, some assembly required. Now, again, if you're, if you're that, whew, no comment. And the last one, give me the drum roll. Here we go. On a superhero costume, this is from a cosplay friends out there. Listen closely. You cannot save the world. <laughs> you cannot. You could can pretend, but you are not going to save the world. And there you have warning labels, warning labels. And uh, we will have much more, much, much more from this book. And again, I get no money uh, from this, but it's uh, go out and get yourself a copy. Again, there's, there's. Uh, let me tell you about some of the sections in here real quick. Since we're on this, I mean, they've got. Uh, Oh, geez, it covers it all, folks. Uh, they got bathroom lore, life is strange, forgotten history, sports, Americana, myths and legends, pop science. Uh, what's this one? Long. It's just titled Long. Real life, uh, artifacts, creature features, it's only natural, uh, to, to name a few. Oh, my God, it goes on and on. Uh, 
that's death, food and drink, planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, it's a blunderful life. Pop Puri, inventions and theories, words and phrases, TV or not TV, law and order, business, international affairs, the printed word, mouthing off, fortune telling, wordplay, scams and hoaxes, and toys and games. Oh my God, there's a. <laughs> okay, under toys and games, I just happened to look down. There's tasteless toys right above it. Scat are us. I, I don't even want to know. I mean, that just sounds like some crazy shit. Nothing? Okay. The jokes, these are the jokes. Just just saying. Okay, we're going to take another quick break after that mind-numbing affair. And uh, we'll be back for more right after this. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> my mommy. Well, I've been afraid of changing Cause I've built my life around you Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did, when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did, when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did, when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis, or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. Hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. I wanna dance with my baby.
And we are back. And, uh, you know, that, that book is fun. Again, um, go out and get yourself a copy of Uncle John's Endlessly Engrossing Bathroom Reader by the Bathroom Readers Institute. And they may have a series of these. I don't know. Again, we acquired this uh, as like a white elephant gift. Anybody know what that is? You know, when you do the white elephant gift exchange and you just end up with crazy things. And it's kind of a fun game. Uh, we did it this year uh, at my wife's Christmas party. And you can do it at family Christmas parties. But there's just some funny, funny, you know, shit in here. You know, um, I, I read a lot of the It's a Weird, Weird World section um, because there's just stuff in there you just you can't you just can't believe. Um, you know, I, I think as human beings, if we can think it, hear me out, sexy bitches. If we can think it, someone's done it. I guarantee if we can think it, someone's probably done it. Right. Um, we're going to change the, the, the tone a little bit. Uh, well, we'll still, you know, we'll still have fun. Uh, I wanted to, I guess uh, I was going to save it for another show, but let's talk a little bit about sexuality. Since we were since we were already on that that about that whole uh, chaplain thing, you know, at the beginning of the show. And again, I you know I'm not here to offend. I, I don't watch what I say or what I think. It's just you know my opinions are my opinions on this program. They don't belong to anybody else or anybody on uh, these networks that carry the show. Um, it's my opinion, and you know I thought I was making sense, but you know. Sexuality is a, is a thing that I'm comfortable with. As I said, I, I find that a very um, fun, engrossing, and, and a learning curve uh, on this program. I have over the years because we used to talk quite a bit and we'd have call-ins. Now, again, I'm working on that. Maybe we'll be able to have that soon, folks, uh, where we can, you know, we'll do a live show and you guys can call in and you ladies uh, can share some of your stories. I always love that. Um including, you know, we had the guys talk about their experiences too, you know, gay, straight, uh, didn't matter. Uh, we had, you know, some of our lesbian friends tell us about their, their experiences and, and, you know, they get down and nitty gritty, but I'm curious, this is how we learn, you know, uh, sexuality is not a dirty thing. Um, and neither is sex. As I said, it's, it's a feel good thing. And, and if, if you have opportunities to have fun and be safe and clean, okay, be safe and clean. Um, you know, unless you're in the middle of the act and it requires a little, you know, dirtiness here and there, that's your thing. But you know what I'm saying? You guys have fun. Enjoy it. It's a feel good thing. It's there for a reason. And, uh, you know, as I said, I, I've always been comfortable with who I am. You know, I, I love women. Uh, that's always been my problem. Uh, I guess I don't consider it a problem. I say that in jest, guys. It, it's, it's, it, you know, next to babies. Okay. The most beautiful thing in the world to me has always been, you know, a baby. Uh, my, my babies, my grandchildren, uh, just, you know, it's, it's the innocence. It's the lifeblood of our humanity. And the second thing is women to me. Uh, women are beautiful, beautiful, uh, creatures. Um, you know, I think we men are too. I think we men are are, are great creatures in our own standing. Um, but women to me are just gorgeous. And oh my gosh, you know, um, I have been enamored with women from day one. I remember getting in trouble in kindergarten because I had a girlfriend and we would hold hands and kiss. And my mother, I remember this very clearly. Uh, I was sent home a note that was pinned to my shirt. And my mom had to sit me down and say, you cannot kiss the girls in class. And I said, I can't help it. All the girls come over and want to hold my hand and kiss me. And that was true. Now, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you a fact. It was, I seemed to have this thing when I was little. Uh, most of my life, I would just, I wouldn't think that I was, you know, when I got older, I wouldn't think I was that attractive. But girls seemed to be enamored or attracted to me. I don't know. I, I was not that guy in high school, you know, the jock. I was a jock nerd. But I wasn't, you know what I mean? I wasn't that guy like you see in all the sitcoms or the TV, you know, shows or movie of the week where you've got, you know, that the all-American, you know, Brad, the all-American guy and all the girls want him. It wasn't that kind of thing. But there was never a shortage. And when I was younger, it was the same thing. And I remember my mom telling me you can't can't kiss the girls and you can't hold their hands. Teachers, you know, it's wrong and it's distracting. And my mom was trying to tell me, she said, listen, you know, and my mom always said this to me that, you know, it's not a bad thing, but you can't do it at school. There's a time, there's a time and a place. And I understood that very early on. 
And uh, same to be said, you know, raising my children. Uh, we never raised them to think that, you know, being naked or, or, you know, unfortunately walking in on mom and dad, that that was a terrible, horrible nightmare thing. Not to scare my kids for life, but, you know, I mean, it wasn't a terrible thing. We said never be ashamed of nudity, never be ashamed of, of your feelings and your sexuality, and you be who you want to be. Um, but there's a time and a place. Um, and obviously, you know, there are lines and rules and boundaries. Um, and so that's where I'm, I've always been again, just love women. Um, you know, when I was younger, I always had a thing for older women. I mean, I lost my virginity at 13. Uh, people find that hard to believe, but it's true. I was dating a girl that was almost 18 and my mother was beside herself. I mean, you know, she knew I was, I was active and just told me to be careful. And I mean, I dated older girls for years and it was just a thing. And I, and I remember, you know, still having, you know, in my twenties, uh, early twenties, mid twenties, even going into my thirties, uh, always had a thing for older women. Uh, you know, I guess we call them, they didn't have the word MILF back then. And we all know what that means, right? Everybody know what that means? I hope you know what MILF, M-I-L-F means. And there's GILFs, G-I-L-F. And trust me, there are. There are some grannies out there that are just amazing. Wow. Good looking women. And so, you know, that that's always been me and very open about it and very open about, you know, uh, my sensuality and, and being touched and, and stuff. I'm not going to go into TMI here. But as I said, I, I'm the big dog's always been open. Uh, to say, hey, whatever feels good, do it. Again, as long as you're not hurting other people and you're not, you know, hurting animals or children, because there there are lines and limits and, and rules you do not break. Um, do your thing. Feel good. You know, you want to be a dominatrix? Go for it. You want to be the sub or the dom? Do your thing. You know, um, there's some weird shit out there that people are into. And again, if you're not hurting other people, you do you. <laughs> you, you do your thing. Um, some of us not for me, obviously, but you know, there's there's some things. Um, I enjoy women in lingerie. Gosh, you know, oh my god, you know, garters, stockings, holy moly. I, I've always been infatuated too by the 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 forties and the fifties look. Um with the way women dressed, you know, and wearing the, the garter belts and the stockings and uh, you know, the makeup and the hair being done a certain way. I mean, you know, pinups in World War II, my goodness gracious, you know. Um, and it's just always been a thing. Um, I'm one of these guys, too, that, uh, you know, I enjoy, uh, you know, uh, women that, that smoke. And, and it's not for everybody. But, you know, I that's kind of what I grew up with. And I find the right women. I find it very alluring and, and sexy. Um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things, of course. was never the guy that had had friends that always had like, you know, Farrah Fawcett posters. Remember those? Am I dating myself? I'm dating myself. Okay. There were guys my age that had, you know, all the bikini posters and Farrah Fawcett and all the hot women of the time. And I never had that stuff. I, I shot right straight to stealing the playboys in the penthouses. <laughs> I know we all, how many of you guys had those, uh, growing up? And I know this is a, not just a generational thing. How many of you were able to get those magazines and you had like your secret place in your room? If not there, you had a fort and you and your buddies would go look at your dirty mags. Anybody? Class? Bueller? But, uh, you know, sexuality is, is a thing that we should be well past. It should be a thing that really doesn't matter. I, I think the issue that I've, the only issues I've had, as I said, with any of it is when people feel they've got to go out and put it in your face and beat you over the head with it and, you know, uh, try to get all over TV and just come out here as what a profound hero they are for coming out and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, for me, I thought we were well past that. Uh, you know, a lot of that stuff has already happened and I just don't see the necessity. You just do, you know, do you and again, be who you're going to be. And there, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who, uh, whether because of their religious, you know, um, 
morals and the way that they are doesn't make them terrible people, but because of what they believe and, and whatnot, they're not in for this. They're not all about it, and that's okay too. They also need to understand that they need to keep their opinions and stuff to themselves. Uh, if they don't prescribe to it, that's fine. But I don't think they need to go out, go out and make life hell for anybody else and or treat people like they're not accepted uh, in society. And I, is again, I, I say here on the Big Dog Show, it's a safe place for all of you, um, whether you agree, again, with things that I say on here or not. Uh, this is a safe place for you. You can be who you want to be here. Uh, come on over, share your stories, talk to me. Uh, but again, never be afraid to be you. You know, um, I would defend you to till the last uh, to be who you are. And uh, if you're a good person, and uh, that's how I judge people, it's character. It's like, what kind of person are you? How do you treat other people? But uh, have fun, live in your sexuality. I mean, don't hold back. If, you, if you're in a relationship and you feel trapped and you can't explore and do the things you want to do, I, I, I've always given advice that you need to examine that relationship. Uh, you should always have a partner that's willing to allow you to expand your horizons. If they are not comfortable with that and they make life hell for you because you feel that you need something else, that does not make you a bad person for stepping out and saying, I need to move on and be something else or um, I need to, you know, move on so that I can be, you know, what I want to be. And, uh, you know, there's a little advice from the big dog right there. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to break up marriages or relationships, but that's that's a very intense thing. And the sexual connection within a relationship, matter be man, man, woman, woman, man and woman, uh, you know, woman and ghost. Yes, you heard me right. Trust me, there are women out there who say they, they're in love with ghosts, whatever. Uh, my point is, uh, you know, you've got to have that connection. If it's not there, that can hurt other things, you know, with the with the companionship and the partnership, you know. It just goes without saying. But uh, explore you, you know. You, you know, you go do your thing. Again, be safe. Don't hurt others. Obviously, stay away from the children. Um, you know, the one thing that I would tell you about any of these pedophile bastards that I think there should be a death penalty. And I'm talking from a personal experience, unfortunately, which I will not go into detail here ever on the show. You say my family has been impacted by, th by that. And uh, I think the person should have been put to death. I think anybody who does that, right? Anybody, everybody in agreement with me? Not to bring, not to bring the mood down, but you know, just had to state that. Let's take another quick music break here on the one and only Big Dog Show. Um, didn't really have a, a, a major topic other than just shooting the shit and talking about things that are going on. Hopefully, you guys are dealing with the insanity. But let's take a break. We'll be back for more. <laughs>
See, I'm back. It's Again, it's not like I go anywhere, right? It's not like I go anywhere. I'm, I'm right here in the studio. I would just take a, a break so you can get something to drink, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm drinking some raspberry tea today. Did my workout this morning. Back on the fitness thing. Oh, man. Man, it's it's been way too long. Um, I had to lose some weight. And, you know, didn't get crazy, crazy. But, you know, I gained some weight. I ended up losing about 15 pounds when I was doing FitBody. But when they closed that down, thanks, Governor. It's going to leave that there. Um they got shut down because of our shutdowns here in the state of Michigan. Um, you know, uh, I just, I stepped off and just stopped, you know, going to the Y too. I was going to the Y and because of the ridiculous, you know, rules and, and signing up for times to work out and having, you know, wearing a mask while you're working out. Now I'm not doing that. So I gained weight. So I got things here at home that I should have been doing. So I'm trying to take a mile walk every other day. And, uh, wasn't feeling real well this weekend. I was kind of mad because I wanted to take our walk uh, Sunday. Uh, today's Monday. Not that it affects you. But, uh, you know, I said, well, I've got my dumbbells here still. I am going to talk to a friend uh, who is going to give us a home gym. If I can get it in the basement, i got to go look at it. If not, I'm going to make another purchase of a total gym. Now, I had one of those for years, and, it, and when I used that on a regular basis, I, was, I felt in good shape. I actually got in good shape and kept my weight down. Uh, flexibility was important because of that gym. I can't do a lot of free weights. I can do some dumbbells because I've had neck spine surgery and also my left rotator cup, um, has been, uh, I've had surgery on that. So I got to take it easy there. I'm not even supposed to be doing, I think not, nothing over 20 pounds. I, I think it was probably less than that. So I've got to be careful, but I can still, you know, build that muscle and be strong. So do a lot of upper body stuff with the dumbbells. Felt good and, and trying to get back in shape. How about you? What are you doing? Now, you, the first thing you got to do is make food change. That's That was one of my bigger issues was I, I love to eat. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like I'd sit there and eat all night and all day without taking a break. It's just I would just eat stuff, you know, crap. Um, not a big candy or sweet eater, but, you know, I was just putting things together that probably weren't the healthiest for me. Um, and also portion control. That's, that's a big thing for me too. I'm a big guy, you know, and so I can eat. Uh, and there's times I have an appetite and, and if I don't feel satisfied or full, then, you know, I keep eating. So the trick was, was to get to the point where you feel, well, I've had enough and I'm, I'm to the point where I don't want to get full and sit there and go, Oh, you know, like I can't move. Um, it was portion sizes, guys. It was getting fresh ingredients, you know, uh, doing a shake. I'm now doing a shake with beet, okay, trying to help with the blood pressure, too, because uh, Big Dog's got some blood pressure and diabetes issues going on. Um, unfortunately, I got the genetic forms. It wasn't anything because I'm out here eating, you know, all sorts of terrible, ter terrible things. Uh, but, you know, I, I do a, a shake uh, with some protein powder in it uh, every other morning. And uh, it's got some beet powder in there, you know, from some ground up beets uh, to help with the blood pressure. And I put in a little fresh fruit, a little bit of peanut butter. Man, it's great. I'm throwing a banana on occasion. So every other morning, uh, now the weekends are my my open open time. So Monday through Friday, you know, I change it out. Every other morning, I'm having a shake. Um, and then I may, may have a lunch like today I did. I had a lunch. I had uh, some chunky chicken noodle soup. Now, you know, sodium, I should stay away from some of that, but you know, I'm still trying to regulate it. And some of those aren't so terrible. So I had chicken noodle soup and I took some potatoes and I cut up uh, some potatoes and put those in there to add with it and uh, a little bit of rice. And that kind of completed a meal. That was the lunch. You know, I felt there were pretty fresh, healthy ingredients in there. Um, you know, and then for dinner tonight, I don't know, you know, I may do some tuna. I might, uh, you know, do another big dog BLT. I do a lot of BLTs because I'm using fresh spinach, fresh tomatoes, uh, get pre-cooked bacon, put a little bacon on there for the protein, uh, a little avocado, you know, put that on there. Uh, light mayo, use light mayo. Been using uh, also romaine instead of regular lettuce on there if I don't use spinach. And then I bought some uh, fantastic, uh, like cheesy bread, uh, 
and, and you know, again, I could probably cut out some of that stuff, but I, it's portion size. So cut that up, make a sandwich. And I might have that, you know, with some cottage cheese or something for my dinner, um, you know, and, uh, call it a dinner. So I just trying to eat fresh, I think, uh, you know, not really a diet plan, but portion control and eating stuff that you cook at home, not eating out. That's the big thing, you know, because uh, I could eat at Long John Silver's constantly and, you know, other places that you love to get burgers or fries. I've cut out doing that. You know, if I want a burger, I'll come here. We've got Jenny O turkey burgers and I'll make a turkey burger and make my own fries in our, in our air fryer. Again, cutting out a lot of the fat and oil and everything and, uh, have that as a meal or, you know, just have it as a turkey burger and make some potatoes and maybe a vegetable. So that helps. That helps, guys. Hopefully I'm not boring you to death with this. But, the, you know, the working out thing, again, being 58 years old, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to stay healthy so that I live longer, obviously. Uh, I want to spend time with my grandkids and go travel, and, and I don't want to be sick and ill. I mean, I've already got health issues, you know. Um, I've got an autoimmune disease, uh, which plagues me constantly. So we're finding ways to deal with that. But on the whole, exercise, you can't replace it, guys. You cannot replace the good feeling of just doing a little bit, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day. Even if you only, even if you walk every day for 20 or 30 minutes, that's good for you. That's good for guys our age too. Uh, testosterone level health, it immediately helps that because you're exercising. And I'm going to be trying something new here. Again, I don't get paid for these, you know, throwing it, but I've heard so much about Nugenics and I'm going to, I'm going to go try it and I will give you feedback. I'll let you know just exactly how well that worked. Um, you know, uh, once I give it a try, but back on the, you know, somewhat of the workout and health kick thing, you know, and, uh, I'm happy with that. I, I don't drink any soda. I may have, you know, I might have one with like a mixed drink or something, but I'm not a big drinker. Um, I do have uh, the occasional whiskey or bourbon on occasion with a cigar. I do partake cigar once in a while. Again, I'm not a chain smoker or anything crazy, but I do love my cigars. And, uh, you know, so just living life, trying to be happy, trying to be healthy, man. Hopefully you're going to do the same out there, all of you. I, I, I ask all of you to take your health seriously, okay? You know, if you got things going on, get yourself into the doctor, get looked at. Hopefully, you know. And, of course, obviously with the COVID, everybody, it's first time, first sign of being sick, everybody immediately thinks you've got COVID. Because, you know, like I said, when I put out there that I wasn't feeling well the other day, I got a couple people on the side like, have you been tested? It's like, I don't have the COVID, okay? I can I can smell and taste everything. Everything's fine. Everything's just fine. So take care of yourselves. That's the message from the big dog. Okay? That's my message. Clearly, that's my message. But clearly, you've wasted another <laughs> good hour or so listening to me ramble and talk and, and just be a fool, probably. But I appreciate you coming over here to the big dog show. Now, here, uh, next show, I'm going to have a special guest. Huh? I'm going to have a special guest. Mama Cat's going to be with me. Yeah, yeah. She'll probably put me in my place more than that. But uh, that's my lovely wife, and she will be here on the program on the next uh, Big Dog Show. So hopefully you will join me then uh, for the Big Dog and Mama Cat special. And we're going to talk about our life, uh, our travels, our adventures, and what we're looking to do here soon, uh, among other things. But uh, you folks uh, take care. My good friends out there, uh, tote in the line. Uh, out there at night on patrol or daytime on patrol, whatever it is you're doing, whether it be public service as police officers, firefighters, and EMF, EMS or EMTs, okay? Um, those of you in every military branch, you have my love and respect. Please be safe. All right? Please be safe. DC, Mr. Smith out there, be safe, my brother. And uh, we will talk to all of you very soon right here again on The Big Bang.